welcome back to Blondes Living Boldly. Thank you for joining us. Um, I'm Emily. And I'm Jade. And if this is your first time listening, then... um, Where have you been? Hello. (laughs) Welcome. And uh, we're here every week. Yeah. We aim for a Wednesday. Might not always be a Wednesday. Just a disclaimer. Yeah. At the start. But um, a little bit about us, because obviously, if you don't know who we are, we're obviously blonde, hence the name. Um, We say girls because being a woman just sounds a bit too mature for us and we're we're certainly not that, that, no. (laughs) Um, And we're just, you know, trying our best to live as boldly as possible in a little town in the mountains in Italy. As you do. Um, So this podcast is here for you, really for anyone. Um, But obviously we are living abroad. So anyone that is living abroad, wants to live abroad, lives away from their family, or maybe you're just stuck in a bit of a rut and you're like, what's this bold thing about? What are they talking about? Um, But yeah, we're here for you. We've got advice, adventures, mistakes, musings, lots of stories. Oh, yeah. Lots of mistakes and and a little bit of advice. (laughs) Yeah, we call it advice. is the right word but yeah, we'll you know go with that. we'll go with that but, but yeah um, so today we're kind of going to talk to you more about the living abroad side of things yeah the kind of misconceptions of well being an expat and when we say expat we'll obviously explain we're, we're going to explain no one get offended yet yeah no one get, get offended, offended later if you must yeah, if you must but <laughs> we're not out there to like this episode isn't going to hopefully cause offend anyone or cause pets. any yeah <laughs> but before we do start. We normally start with the cheers, guys. Today's slightly different. So. Well, it's a hot, sunny day, so we thought we would have a nice lolly. So, <laughs> that was uh, us opening not the package, that, if, um, <laughs> if you couldn't quite figure that out. Probably not quite as satisfying as hearing the cheers, but cheers anyway, guys. Yeah, if cheers. you've got a tipple, we're if gonna, you've got a nice lolly. We'll do a little clock, think, okay. click, whatever. It's very, uh, it's a nice lemony one. So if you are, apologies if you are listening and it's rainy or cold or what have, what have you. But this is what we felt like today. We were going to go ice water because oh, it's the middle bit, of the day yeah, and it's a boring. Monday. A bit boring though. But then, then we found the ice lollies that my mother kind of left in the fridge. I so know, I totally freezer. didn't realise they were in there. So um, lovely. It's a nice little uh, added bonus. Yeah. So, you know, we're just something different. Mine's a bit misshapen, but anyway. Yeah, they've got a bit of a wonk on. <laughs> we try anyway. our best not to slurp at you as well, so apologies yeah. if you do hear any noises. Yeah, We're I'm trying our very best to turn away from the camera. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we thought we'd get started, right? Yeah, we might as well. I think uh, <laughs> probably we whilst you... <laughs> we don't need to pause it whilst we're eating our lollies. We're going to try and multitask here. <laughs> Um, so let, let's start with, obviously, we called this misconceptions of an expat, yeah. but maybe we'll start with how we became expats in, in the, the comma things. Yes, in the little inverted We're going to call commas. ourselves expats today. We often say living abroad as, to, to avoid this issue of people yes. getting offended, which we will talk about later in this episode. Um, but to start with, we thought we'd give you a brief explanation of why we call ourselves expats. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's because we've left our home countries, the UK. And we obviously followed our kind of, I'd say our hearts, Yeah, would you definitely. say? Yeah. You know, we've both followed our hearts here to fallen in love with Italian men. And, um, you know, we've uh, searched high and low for a better life because both of us were kind of stuck in ruts, as we've yep, said before, exactly. um, in the UK. So we headed over here. We obviously came out here just on seasons and 
fell in love with the country, with the place. With, with our boyfriends. With our boyfriends, obviously. obviously. And with the new life that we could lead. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, yeah, neither of us live in the UK. It's been a while now since we've lived in the UK. Mm. Um but there are, of course, some misconceptions, even for us, of what we do with our lives, which we've yeah. spoken about a bit before, but not quite. And I think most people we're think we're today. on a permanent holiday. <laughs> well, that is a misconception of being an expert, is that you're basically just on a holiday. No, no, no. Um, no. We can confirm we may not work full-time jobs, but... but we do work. We do work. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, I mean, we didn't come for a sun-seeking, you know, life. We say eating our ice lollies in the sun. But, but that was not the main that reason. That was not the main reason. Um, so, yeah, so I think when, we, when we're back home, when we're down the pub, when people find out where we Ooh, live, like, oh, Italy, lovely, beautiful Love beaches, it. sunshine, mm. ice yeah. cream and coffee and wine and cheese. and There are all those things, but there are obviously realities of life. Uh, like we live here, right? So it's not a holiday. You do have to do oh, certain things. And to be honest, it's not... Bureaucracy, oh dear God. It's not as easy as... I think that's the other thing as well. Like everyone thinks an expat lifestyle must be really easy, but... And I was definitely guilty of that before. I will, I will put my hand up there. Mm. Is there anyone who stayed after a season that I met or who said, oh yeah, my nan lives... Lives in, abroad, and you're like, abroad. where does she live? We all know. We all know. <laughs> in that sunny place if, in Spain, <laughs> on the coast. <laughs> but, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, what I think... You assume that it's an, ex- an easy yeah, an, an easy, easy life, life, I think, is because you're, you've moved abroad, or, or I think as well people tend to assume that you're, like, running away from something, or, like, you can't commit to something, yeah. and that's why you've no, done it. you're trying it. to escape and what have you, and you don't want to face up to your fears or face up to something you might have, you know, left behind or done or something. It's like, well, no, some people just want a bit of a change, right? Yeah. and it just- Or some people as we did, went on a holiday, then did a season and then realised actually life here is better than what it is back home. So yeah. how about I try moving here? Why not? Why I'll not? see how it goes. So let's do a little, what do you think of when you think of an expat? Well, Jade's, I think, is probably the, the, the main one that anyone thinks of. So I don't know if anyone listening hasn't watched the programme Benidorm, go and watch it now because it's it's a laugh a minute. But you do think of people living on the Costa del Sol in Spain. Yeah. They're very, very tanned. Very tanned. Um, they don't speak any Spanish. No. And they kind of live this, they live in these like little communities. Like, little, little, English speaking communities. English speaking. Normally, you know, an older couple who have sold up and moved abroad. Yeah, but they're sunny little, sunny yeah sunny second home or sunny new home somewhere yeah and on then the costa that, del sol on the costa del sol <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that is definitely what i think of i would say yeah i mean obviously that was my initial thing when you kind of hit when you hear the word expat but then i kind of i do also think of the kind of asian one the people who've moved to like thailand or bali or something and they're living like on the beach and this kind they of do like, yoga every day exactly they're enlightened they're enlightened and they kind of live off the beach and they live in these like little shacks and they kind of live this amazing like carefree lifestyle have you ever been to bali no i've been to thailand Tha- like bali is beautiful mm. but um would there's you, a lot of rubbish would you ever live there no no it is a lot of that 
and a lot of like you're super enlightened but you've just dropped your plastic wrapper on the floor in front of me so are we like are you doing the beach cleanups are we doing that no no no, you're not there to help the environment i'm sure some do just just saying i'm sure some do but but I think a lot of people go over there, especially like Thailand, they go for the parties mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of, yeah, that carefree lifestyle. But I don't know, you know, having never spoken to an expat from from there, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. And I'm probably going to say it's not. It's the same as everywhere, right? It's still going to be hard and it's still going to be, you know, there's right. going to be times that are going to be testing. Yeah. I do, yeah, I don't think you, you move abroad and suddenly you're living in never, never land where everything's sweetness and light and you're just running around with your friends and like nothing, no. nothing bad happens no. apart from like an old crocodile. Um, <laughs> I love like, an old crocodile. <laughs> like, where did that come from? Never, never land, Peter Pan, oh, okay. Captain Hook, crocodile. Get you, get you. Yeah, okay. okay. I've, I've, I'm I've reading understood. Peter Pan at the moment in oh, Italian. in Italian. So. Okay, so it's on your, on your mind. It's on my mind. Sorry, guys. Um <laughs> I know that's, that was really random. <laughs> this, this is what well, this is what blondes living boldly do best. We do the random shit <laughs> just for you. Sorry about that, guys. Um, but yeah, it's not all sweetness and light. It's not. No. It's not all that. It's not all fairy tales. Definitely not. Well, that doesn't really exist, does it? No, um, it can't. There's no happy ending. Like stuff happens after that. Yeah, there's no happy ever after. No, as in a sense that there is, but there's also other things that come along with it. Right. And so within that. Within that, let's we, do. Yeah, we'll do uh, some of the the top. What are you, are you doing? Top top mis- misconceptions mis- of yeah, expats. Misconceptions, okay. Yeah. So obviously, you've got. I love this one. Expats move abroad to avoid tax. <laughs> do we? Do we think that's no comment? i mean i can see why they do say that um but i'm probably gonna say that it's a 50 50 right some expats will pay tax some won't yeah i would say so i mean like obviously you've got that like i'm not an expat so i think with within expat the word Mm. you think rich you think elitist you like all of those things come to your mind right i pour so i'm not (laughs) it's not that i'm avoiding tax it's just that i don't need to pay that much of it because don't have much don't have much money in fact there's not much there for them to take off me (laughs) feel free to try but yeah um obviously this one we've just touched on a bit but like all expats enjoy a better life abroad and I think the thing at the end of the day, if you're an expat, you're you're living abroad because you've made a choice, whether it's for work, whether it's for love, love. whether it's for the sun, whatever it's me, for. Don't get us wrong. Obviously, you know, we feel our life is better here, but I wouldn't have said it's necessarily a better life. Maybe it's just a change of life that works better for you. And again, it's not like... It's not for everyone being an expat. Like, it's not easy. So, no. Some do enjoy a better life abroad. I would say me and Emily enjoy a better life here in Italy. We do. Um, but that doesn't mean that goes for everyone. We've had friends come out or try to live out here and they don't like and it. They, no. I, I would say now I tried to live abroad in my early 20s. I tried to live in Italy and it did not work no. for me. No, you ended up moving I was back. miserable. So, it's not that it's a better life, right? They're, 
and everything comes with compromises, sacrifices, Prices, whatever. Everything. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, you're, you're choosing to move to a different country for whatever reason, but you then have to take into consideration what you're leaving behind. You know, most people are going to be leaving behind friends, family, um, you know, and things tied that ties them to their kind of original country as such. And that's, that's tough. That is a tough thing to do. And it doesn't ever get easier either. Like if you're not with your family. No. One day's fine. One day's not. No, definitely not. It's just, suddenly someone's birthday will come up or... Well, your sister's had a new baby. No, and things crop up you and know. you're like, oh, that's really sad that I can't be there for that. Yeah. But it is, you've got to weigh up the pros and cons for you personally. And I right. think it doesn't make, that doesn't make it easy. No. It's just, okay, well... But you've made a choice. I've made this choice and this is a repercussion of that choice. Yeah. I'll either be able to deal with it or I won't. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, but we've always said as well is that if you don't like what happened, like your life, you can change it. Whether that be you move from the UK or from wherever to another country or equally you end up deciding that where you move to is not where you want to reside. Um, Jade's having some ice lolly issues here. <laughs> Brain freeze by any chance? Why is my mounting so much? I don't know. Mine's like still fully intact. You sat in the sun, maybe. <laughs> and it's intact. Mine's melted apart. I'm just like dripping it down dripping my hands. Dripping it down your hands. You've got brain freeze going on. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Maybe, maybe this wasn't we won't. The best idea. Maybe we won't be doing ice lollies again. <laughs> But yeah, I think, you know, that whole better life thing for expats, ultimately, yes, I think that is true, but you don't understand, you don't know everyone's reasoning as to why they've moved from where they've come from and to where they go, like to where they end up. And also, again, you know, it's just, it's always going to look good in pictures, right? It's always going to look beautiful because if you read to a beautiful place, which normally you have, yeah, it's going to look pretty nice. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Brighton Beach looks nice sometimes. I know. If you catch it on the right day, beautiful. <laughs> well, London, London, any of the cities can look nice. There's every, like there's so many parts of countries that look beautiful, but, you know, do you always end up there? And does it mean that your life is beautiful necessarily? No. Anyway. anyway. Next misconception. Next one. Uh, now, this one we're going to talk about a bit later as well, but British expats... So that's obviously us. us. <laughs> Don't integrate into society. Well, I think I think this is actually a really important one. We'll talk about it now. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll do a little switch up, switcheroo. Yeah. So this isn't not true, right? So I no. would say when I first came out here, I was working seasons. So most of the people I worked with, lived with, what have you, were all English. And it's actually a problem that me and Emily kind of come across or have come across on winter seasons. Yes. Because it's really, really easy, especially when we're working with people and they're English, to kind of get caught in that in that trap and we stop spending quite as much time with like our friends that are Italian because it gets harder because again, you're speaking English, you're not yep. speaking Italian. It and makes it, my brain hurt sometimes. Sometimes it does. And, and it, it's so easy, right? Yes. And like I'll say it now, we have a group of girls who are... English speaking, we've been out for a couple of drinks with mm. or what have you, and it's lovely. I call them girls, they're probably women as well, as are we, but whatever. We're going but with whatever. girls. We're going for girls. It's girl time. 
it's not that we do that all the time. It's that sometimes it's really nice. And actually, I had a really nice conversation with one of our bartenders in our local bar mm-hmm. at the time. He was like, oh, this, this is really nice that you're doing this. Yeah. It's like, because sometimes it's just not the same, is it? You have different cultures. You have different conversations to what you'd have in Italian. And he actually took a minute to recognise the fact that Which that actually, is a really nice thing for me to have. That is actually quite um, like a significant thing, really, for us, especially because we don't necessarily feel that the people here <laughs> kind of get us or understand how hard it is for us here and you know the difficulties we face every day because they don't have to face them so for someone to kind of acknowledge that for us we need a bit of English time or girl time where we can chat about anything and everything but not have to think about Italian at the same time I mean we've had this conversation you can't chat shit if you if you don't know what you're talking about or whatever no. it was but no so it's, it's true to an extent, obviously, learning a language is really hard. I don't think any adult learning a language thinks that it's easy unless they are already bilingual. They might find it a bit easier, but still, there's a lot of elements that go into it. Just when you think you're succeeding, suddenly you're going to make a tit of yourself in front of everyone and say the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. I was talking about this the other day. I always say earthquake instead of sunset. Oh, every God. single time and I know and I'm not saying it now because I know I'm going to say the wrong one they're really similar words in Italian what was the other one as well horse and ankle horse and ankle yeah I just they sound really similar and sometimes I'll say the wrong one and that like we've spoken about this one before but dog and meat sound really similar but one of them has a rolled r in the middle of it mm-hmm. and I can't pronounce that r so often it sounds like if we're talking about eating meat I'm talking about eating a dog <laughs> which I'm not doing <laughs> so you know it is really difficult that's one of the ones i can't do either and yes we do ultimately end up sometimes and people look at you weirdly and you're like no not a dog that the other one i know i know i said it wrong i didn't mean dog but (laughs) you know i didn't mean dog right it's just that i can't do the the rolling of the r so it's not that we're not trying and that we don't integrate. I mean, my birthday was spent with my boyfriend's family, which was lovely. It's not, yep. obviously, with me and Emily both being here, it is really nice because we can have our chats and we have people to hear that are English that we like to speak to. But I would say this summer, like, I think we're getting better as time goes on we with that. Obviously, we don't work this, the same anymore. We both work from home now, so we don't have yep. that anymore. Um, of that like kind of separation no 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 and brexit's kind of messed that up anyway so there's less people coming out (laughs) in seasons but it is it is really interesting as a stereotype because actually yes in a way it's true but it's also true for a reason and that is it's really hard to be funny in another language it's really hard to bond in another language because you do need to be fluent to create lasting friendships and Mm. to be fair now since having the dog I feel like I'm closer to a lot of the people in town because they all have dogs and I can talk to them about that and then there's something in common yeah um but there's lots of like little things and it's it's a slow process again I'm not one being British to force myself or a friendship on someone no and it's something that me and Emily are actually both really bad at because someone will say to us oh yeah we'll join you for a hike one time let us know and then we don't no because I'm like oh I'm really sorry they didn't mean that yeah sorry if (laughs) if you have offered to come on a hike with us please don't take it personally if we haven't invited you yet we just expect you to catch up with us and that's a new thing that I'm really trying not to do and I'm trying to engage more Mm. but it is it's an ongoing process I would say and it's not that we don't want to integrate it's that integration takes time it does and I think as well like we've always said we don't want to ultimately lose that like 
Britishness, yeah. no, and I'm exactly. saying that in inverted commas, but we don't want to lose that about ourselves or that we don't want to lose that part of us. No, you know, exactly. as much as we want to integrate more, it is really difficult and we just don't want to lose that kind of identity, I, I suppose. Just, yeah, I just think it takes time. Like, I just don't think it, it's mm. this, like massive, like you move and suddenly you're Italian or you move no. and suddenly you're Spanish. No. It doesn't work like that. You need time to learn the language, learn, again, in Italy there's dialects, there's this, there's that and the other. You know, it, yeah, people language. have certain expressions that they use here oh that they don't use in other places. Exactly. There's, there's loads of things that actually go into mm. that. Mm. <laughs> and I think as well, like culturally, like we've discussed before and, you know, in season one, the differences between English England and here and they are massively different so you know you kind of need that time to understand the culture understand it adjust to it and then be able to kind of live it right yeah yeah I just yeah I don't think it's an overnight thing no so next misconception Emelina well I think this is a big one so expats are rich multilingual and successful individuals i wish i know <laughs> if only that were true <laughs> i mean that is basically what we'd hope we would be I'd, hoping I'd for right um, but um yeah unfortunately not no i wouldn't say i'm multilingual yeah i'd like to be in the future it's again work in progress yeah. um always always not, learning definitely not rich i mean we're we do live within our means here. We, we've spoken about this before in anti-work um, that, you know, we, we like to have a lifestyle work balance where we're, we're happy and we're... So we're not working all the time, you know, and we definitely, I think we work enough to be able to do what we want to do, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. rather than work, 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 and then you don't have time to enjoy any of your t- free time. Yeah, if you and, have d- any. and despite my accent, I don't come from like a particularly well-off or elite family or anything like that. <laughs> I just have a little bit of a posh twing, twinge, twin. What am I twang? Twang, thank you. <laughs> to my voice. But again, like, I, it's not like my family support me out here or that I went to, you know, particularly posh school or did anything like that. It's just... Yeah, I don't know where this kind of elitism comes from because I think most, like as we've said, like, you know, the expats in Spain are kind of maybe retirees or, you know, like, a, a, you know, couples that have decided that they want to move to the sun. Yeah. You know, I don't know. And, you know, or again, well, the thing is, you don't, as we said, you don't know why people are moving. So this whole thing of like expats being elite, I don't really understand where that, I think it, it does just come from people having this mindset of like there's there being you've moved like here and you've got it, it's more than anyone else. It's semantics. It's the connotation that comes with the word. Basically, it's not yes. it's not actually what the people, reality yeah, of what, it yeah. is. Because again, there are people that might move to certain places abroad because it's cheaper. I mean, my mum's now looking at potentially getting a house in Italy because when they want to set up, maybe that's something that they consider mm. and they could get, you well, know, a holiday home or what have people you. People that move to um, the UAE and they do that because you don't pay taxes. Yeah. So, I, you know, realistically, what you get paid, you, you take home. So you've got people that obviously are expats there. There's a massive expat community in Dubai and Abu Dhabi and that kind of thing because it's tax free but i don't know if necessarily the people moving there are elite 
already or no no I like, think I, I know like of a lot of young people that did it because mm. they wanted to be able to save money save money so yeah. they could move back to England and actually be able to afford to get a house because again that's I know. nearly impossible I mean I don't know if obviously I you know I, I've never actually been to Dubai or anything but I can't imagine it's actually a cheap place to live either no. so I think as much as yeah it might be tax free but are you not spending a lot of money while you're there yeah I, I would you know, assume. And then equally, people that move to Asia, you know, Thailand, Bali, it's super cheap there. But ultimately, is that why you're moving there? Or are you going there? I, can't, for- I, just, I can't see that being your main reason to, to move to a place because you have to live in that place. You have to love that place. You have to have... Oh, God. Otherwise, re- you wouldn't you wouldn't be moving, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think it's not just that. And I... Yeah. I understand why and we've been really cautious up until now I think of using the expat word. word we've used it from time to time but we're not using it on titles or using no, it like no. because we're like oh we don't want to offend because there's this whole notion of like why are you an expat and why is someone else an immigrant an or a migrant and or, yeah or a foreign worker or you know all these other words that kind of lump together yeah. but yeah so they there is all a have different guys. There's a reason why. Uh, I think foreign worker, there's rarely a difference between that and an expat because they've moved for work. That's their choice to move there yep. for work. Um, whether you're a CEO at a, a big company or a maid in a hotel, you're both... A foreign worker. Well, expat. Expat, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I suppose... You can call it either because you're living and paying and working. Ta- tax or working in a country that is not your home nation, nation. or the, the nation that's on your passport or what have you yeah so i think foreign worker is something people use because it's maybe a, you know easier to easier say option. Or yeah you're, just... you're not going to get as much backlash maybe from it um, um but yeah i think the, the difference between those two is very minimal if at all mm-hmm. um yeah see i never know what to call myself like are, are we foreigners I don't, yeah. are we expat like what are we um obviously here they don't really use it i mean my boyfriend calls me an immigrant all the time um, <laughs> yeah it's it's a weird it's but a it weird comes from the idea that you've moved for yeah you've as, ex, as, as, as expatriate yeah. expatriation isn't yeah. it basically so yeah. you've moved countries from the one that gave you your, your original passport, passport. yeah that's all it really means. But it's, it's by choice. Whereas normally with migrants, it's not by choice. It's no. due to strife in your home country is the reason why you've moved. Yeah. For whatever reason of strife that is. is. Yeah. And there's many reasons. There's We're not going to go into them. Um, <laughs> and I think now I understand, I do understand why now you're like, well, why are you allowed to do it? And yet, you know, we've got Brexit because we didn't want immigrants coming to our country. And, you know, there's loads of... Mm. really political reasons within that just like to say I didn't vote for that so (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that wasn't my opinion Um, I just yeah I think obviously with the horrible racist crap you see in in the news these days about what politicians are doing and and all of that it it does start to add this layer of kind of bitterness between people like us wandering around as as British expats or whatever. I I understand the negativity Mm. created by that. But realistically, you know, we're just doing our very best to live somewhere that that makes us happy. And yes, we're very, very fortunate to be able to do that. We are. We are. But that was, again, that's our, our, has always been our choice. Yeah. You know, no one's like, and we've obviously done it because, you know, not because we hated the UK or anything bad was happening. It was just a case of us 
being able to live a life that we actually enjoy here. Yeah. You know, and we, I mean, yeah, we both fell in love with Italian men. So that obviously helps. That does contribute to it. Yeah, It does. <laughs> um, but we just love our way of life here and the fact that we have a life because, you know, before we didn't. So, you know, we can afford to go out and we can afford to, you know, have dinner and drinks and, you know. Live in our own apartment. Yeah. There's just loads of things that we found were too difficult Difficult. for us in the UK. And it's it's weighing up those options as Mm. well, isn't it? And I just think like whatever reason you have for moving abroad, they're all valid reasons, right? Because you wouldn't up sticks and move your entire life to a new country where most of the time there's a new language to learn. You know, everything is brand new. Everything is different you wouldn't do that if you didn't have valid reasons whether like someone wouldn't do that just to avoid tax like it might be a contributing factor factor. of oh I don't have to pay tax in this country that might help me out with that salary amazing Mm. but it's not your sole purpose purpose. of going there Um, and there's also you know there's other things like the idea that oh expats hate their home country or yeah never want to return and that's that's again that's not true no yeah we don't hate the uk it's just we decided to move somewhere else just it does rain quite a lot there it does (laughs) and the sky is closer to the ground it really is the sky is closer to the ground so you know and we we couldn't afford to move out of our parents houses or you know be able to kind of do anything fun because yeah it's expensive in the uk and you know life for us here is well would you like so much cheaper i don't even know i couldn't even put a figure on it but and i mean obviously there's inflation now I, and i yeah. would say like we are fortunate to be able to do what we've done mm-hmm. and not everyone can do that so obviously there is that element of being able to have that choice yeah um but again i came here with hardly any money i had like a month's down payment on my flat i had a job like we did like i didn't have loads and loads no. of money in the bank when i came here it was a fly by the seat of my pants type of situ but you it's it's one of those things as well it's either it will either work for you or it won't yeah but obviously being an expat you've got the luxury of being able to ultimately probably go home yeah wherever home it's yeah you know so I think there's there's a lot of misconceptions. We hope we've cleared some of them up without getting too political because I could get political, but I don't want to no, get political on this. We're really. not here to get like, we're not here to offend anyone or, you know, piss anyone off or anything. And obviously, apologies. If we have, at some point. <laughs> if we have, then we are, we are sorry, but that's not our intention. It's just we, this is kind of a space for us to, you know, vocalise some yeah, of our thoughts. Some of our thoughts. And I think, you do get you get tre- treated a little bit differently, I would say, both in the UK and here. Yeah, being an expat or live like someone that lives abroad, because you do have that idea of like people that live here are a bit like you're new here. Even though I'm like, I've been here five years, so I'm not that new. But But we weren't born here or, you know, it's like we're not related to anyone here. This is a very small town. So if I do go out for dinner or whatever and they start talking about the good old days. I have no clue. And and there's too many names and they're all the same and I don't know their last names. No. And I, I, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't know what's happening. But then when I go back to the UK, you have that same of like, oh, you're just living a holiday. Oh, you're just living a dream in a ski resort in Italy swanning around when you're going to get a real job when you're going to like oh god the amount of things that yeah people have said to us and it's like well actually none of that is true but I can't be bothered to have that argument (laughs) exactly exactly Um, so (laughs) we hope you've enjoyed this one guys Um, we will wrap up because we normally forget this but 
I think it's like three out of four we tend to remember. Yes. If we try, yeah. We try our best. Try Um, our best. So this is a question we like to ask. Um, We're also asking you as well, even though we're the ones answering. So do let us know um, by hashtagging what makes you bold when you finish listening to this. Yeah. We want to hear what you guys have been up to. But the question is, what have you done boldly recently? Recently. Oh, oh, Jade. You've done anything bold? (laughs) Have I done anything bold? I mean, I'm trying. I'm trying. Like, I'm trying to think and remember what I've done recently. I know I'm like, exactly. Uh, I'm like, uh, what have I done? Um, do you know what? I borrowed my boyfriend's Audi. Oh, that's a, that's a brave <laughs> move. A brave move. You didn't crash it, so and it's I didn't good. crash it, so life's good. Um, yeah, I'm not really meant to borrow it that often because it's like his pride and joy. Um, mm. But I did borrow it to go get my mum yeah, from the a, airport. Yeah, that's a, that's a bold um, move. She did ask his permission. Yeah, I didn't just take the car, no. like, obviously. Um, I was like, do you mind if I borrow it? Because I've got to drive down to the airport at one in the morning. Um, but I did drive it. And yeah, I don't, like, I when you know when someone gives you a car and they're like, oh yeah, you can borrow my car. Don't crash it though. <laughs> and you're like, right, well now I'm worried, aren't I? Yeah. Why have we I'm said gonna that? I'm going to spend the entire drive panicking about what could happen. Ugh. <laughs> Um, yeah yeah what have I done boldly have I done anything yet like nothing is literally coming to my mind right now I've got a blank space up here it's gone it's gone black you went to Bergamo recently what did you do in Bergamo what did I do in Bergamo (laughs) no idea I mean to be fair every time I go there I have to do I have to play the bold card because all of my boyfriend's family and friends only speak Italian really or Bergamascan, which is even harder because I have no idea what they're saying. So I have to be as bold as possible to try and maintain any sort of conversation yeah. with most of the people there. So, yeah. yeah. Use that. And, you I'm know, you've saying... borrowed your, your future mother-in-law's clothes. Yeah, yeah. That was, you know, boldly uh, have taken some... Uh, some she was offered, things. by the way. She didn't steal the clothes. No, no, no. <laughs> she offered. So I'm going to have to do a bit of a try on and see if any of them fit me or I like any of them. That's the awkward And then thing. that'll be a bold move if I have to give any of them back. <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't fit. Yeah. I hate that. I've done that multiple times because I just have a very different style to my boyfriend's mum. And I'm well, like, I can accept it, I but mean, I'm never going to wear it. So what's the point? Ultimately, we all have our own styles, right? right exactly. So you're not probably going to have the same. So we'll see. Yes, I might be making some bold decisions <laughs> <laughs> later on about fashion. Later on, yeah. But yeah. I think we'll wrap it up there. And yeah. we'll, uh, you know, we just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for listening, supporting, tagging us, reaching out. Everything. I've also just realised that this is our first episode back. We've not said anything about the fact that it's our first oh episode back. Oh my God. Back. So thank you for sticking with us on our lovely month off. Yes. Um, we had a nice it's time. August now. We're back properly yeah we're fresh so much content for you guys um for season two obviously this is episode one of season two we've got so much good stuff coming um we we're a little bit more organized than we've been in the past so that's exciting for us it is we've done Um, some good old planning that is what this month has been all about so um yeah look forward to it guys because there is so much coming your way so yeah also obviously you can catch up with us on instagram yep. on tiktok please 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 make sure you get involved in the conversation with us as well yes. um, like we i mentioned we've got hear. a hashtag now so hashtag yeah. what makes you bold um and yeah just get in contact basically blonde living boldly you have a google of it you'll find it wherever yeah it is very easy <laughs> yeah but, but um, yeah ciao for now